Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of Scotty Knows Podcast. Uh, today we are going to talk about music. So if this is your first time signing in and hanging out with us, I suggest you go back and listen to all the previous podcasts. They're super fun. What you'll find out is that we talk about sports, we talk about music, um, we talked about movies, we talked about sports movies, and we talk about life sometimes when I just get too triggered. I've got to come on here and let everybody know that I'm about to lose my damn mind. But other than that, we'd like to keep it light and fun. And today we're going to talk about music. Today's topic, and we I started reaching out and asking people earlier in the week just to get a feel for it and to get some material. Bands that are super popular that you think or I think or we think are overrated. Now, let me preface this, but I say uh, my feelings on this topic um, and how I look at things uh, so people don't get very super mad at me because one of mine is a super hot tank, maybe both of them. Um, I understand that music is super subjective. And if you don't like that style of music, um, it's going to be very difficult for you to like a particular band. But that being said, um, I usually, if a band is really good or has had a couple of good songs, there's usually one or two I could pick up to go, oh, I see, I see why everybody likes that this is good. And, and I will give uh, specifics on that as we dig a little deeper in. And I also understand that some type of music is not made for me. Um, there are people that will jump up and down and rant and rave about Taylor Swift winning a Grammy um, saying, oh, I hate her and I hate her music. Taylor Swift is not making music for me. Taylor Swift is not making music for 58-year-old men. Taylor Swift is making music for teenage girls through probably their 20s, the 15 to 30-year-olds. That's her target. It's not for boys. It's not for men. It's certainly not for 50-year-old men. Um, so you need to st stay out of that field and don't get twisted about Grammy Awards. Who cares who won the Grammy? I mean, you can go, oh, man, I really thought... Beyonce was going to win that. Not, not for nothing. Beyonce is not making music for you or me either. Uh, doesn't mean you can't like a couple of songs, but we're not the target audience. Uh, just like um, Bruce Springsteen and the Rolling Stones aren't making music for 15 and 16-year-old girls. You know, you got you to gotta respect the target. Um. But that being said, I'm going to dive in here and we're going to talk about bands that are overrated. And I'm going to give you um, other people's opinions first on this and then we'll roll into mine. So I put it up on Facebook and there were, uh, well, in no particular order, in no particular uh, targets here, 
uh, Janis Joplin popped up. I happen to agree with that. As much as there are a couple of songs that she nails, like her version of Summertime is fantastic. I kind of like Cry Baby, but after that, it's kind of the same thing. It's just, you know, the raspy thing only goes so far. I I agree Janis Joplin is overrated. Doesn't mean she's terrible. Doesn't mean she sucks. Just means she's overrated. Um, who else was in the early batches? Uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And I know my brother, Jeff Jones, completely agrees with that. Um, he's, like, he believes that one song is every song with them. And I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but I do. I'm, the Chili Peppers have a couple of good songs. But, yeah, I can see where you could feel that way about them. Um, when I was at work, um, Kiss came up more than once. They came up a bunch of times. A bunch of people say Kiss. And I think that's a really good one because there are so many KISS fans, right? The KISS Army. Um, and they were a thing. Like I but if you just close your eyes and if somebody said, Hey, listen to this, if you they played just a random KISS song, I think we can all agree that they were not very good musically. Like the 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 music part of their actual music was not very strong. And lyrically, kind of just, you know, very sophomoric. Um, yeah, I, I think there was one of my friends said when I, when I posted, and I'm going to not name names, um, said 12-year-old me is really pissed about this, but current me is thinking maybe they're right. And I think that's kind of the thing with Kiss, right? When you were a kid, it was rah! And then, you know, it's one of those things you watch a TV show that you watched, them, you know, in the 70s and 80s, and you go, oh, that show is great. And then you sit and watch an episode now, and you go, oh, my God, this is awful. It doesn't hold up. And I think Kiss is in that boat. They don't hold up. Um so I know a lot of people will be ready to fight about that, but I think if we're all being honest, kisses overrated. Um, the another one that got a lot of up and down, and and I don't know where I fall on this one. I think I fall on uh, the side of they're not overrated, but I do understand the sentiment, and that was Hall and Oates. Because I think Hall & Oates is so uneven, right? There's some stuff that they have that is amazing. Sarah Smile and She's Gone are really, really good songs. And then you've got other songs that are just awful. Um, so I can see where if the couple of amazing songs don't touch you, don't hit you, and... Or you can notice is Family Man and 
and some of the more awful songs that they made. Um, I can see where Hall and Oates would hit the would hit your list, but um, I do think Daryl Hall is an extremely talented musician. Um, and I think they've done, he's done some really good things post that. Um, so I am going to fall on the side that I don't think they're overrated, but I understand why some people might think that. Um, and I think that's okay, right? It's okay. It, that's the beauty of music, right? It's very uneven and up and down and you know so also Fleetwood Mac made the list and the funny thing about Fleetwood Mac right I I think Fleetwood Mac has kind of two two versions of itself and it's kind of like yeah Starship and kind of like Chicago like Chicago pre- Peter Cetera, I love the old 25 or 624 and that kind of stuff. Chicago is lights out. Um, the Peter Cetera Chicago, which is all power ballads, not so much. Um, and I think Fleetwood Mac kind of falls that way. If you go back and listen to the first Fleetwood Mac album, which is prior to Stevie Nicks joining the band, it's completely different kind of music than what they put out with Stevie Nicks and Chrissy McVie and, and them. And I think Mick, I think that the, the thread here is I think Mick Fleetwood is an extremely talented musician and a really good songwriter. And I like Mick Fleetwood a lot, but I do dislike a lot of Fleetwood Mac stuff. Um, I could probably never hear a Fleetwood Mac song again, and I would go, man, okay, that's fine. I mean, there's a couple of bangers in there. I I like um, Chains, and there's stuff I like um, mixed in there, sprinkled in there. But there are people that will jump up and down and tell you Fleetwood Mac is awesome, and I'm going to shove them to the side. I, I am not a fan of Fleetwood Mac, and they definitely need to go somewhere else. Um, another one brought up by my my boy Frankie Chambers, and I'm going to put his name on this one because this one is one that I totally felt down to the my tips of my toes, and that's Dave Matthews Band. And I never got, I've never understood the love of the Dave Matthews Band. To me, they are just, if Mayonnaise was a band, it's Dave Matthews. There's nothing interesting about any of his stuff. I don't get it. Um, and this one I'm going to stand strong on because he, I think when he came out, I was his target audience. Um, so I'm not going to say he's not making music for me. He was trying to, um, and he's missed his mark completely. And Dave Matthews band is very, very high in the list of all time overrated bands. Dave Matthews, way up there. Um, Hootie and the Blowfish made the list. Um, they basically had one album that was awesome, and then maybe a song or two after that. And then 
Hootie became a country music singer and has done very well for himself in the country music genre. Um, yeah, I mean, if you if you didn't like the first album, you didn't like Hootie, and I can understand why you would think that they were overrated. I mean, that album was on the charts for like two years, though. It's ridiculous how long that album stayed on the charts. Um, but yeah, Hootie's, uh, Hootie can be a little overrated about that. So now I'm going to give you mine. Now that we've batted around some of these um, a little bit. Um, my first one is U2. Um, and I know a lot of people are going to be ready to fight me about Joshua Tree and all of those things. To me, if you took Joshua Tree and made it one song, you wouldn't be able to tell where one song started and one song then. They were all the same. The thing is with U2 is that in the 80s, when kind of when they materialized, you had hair bands and you had synthesizers. And there was no really in between anything else in there. There was a couple of, you know, people making me, even Bruce Springsteen made his worst album of all time, that Born in the USA album in the 80s. Um, I, if you ask me, the 80s are the worst decade for music making there is. Um, and I had a coworker, Brian Proko, who was ready to fight me over that, saying the 80s were the greatest decade. You know, he that's all he would listen to. And I, and I put it this way, like, when you look back at music, right, things that, you know, you attach it to your memories, right? And if you grew up in the 80s, like if you were born in the 60s, late 60s, even early 70s, the 80s, you have a lot of memories attached to the music of the 80s. That does not. Now, I understand that that song is a thing for you because it makes you think of her or it makes you think of that time you won a, you know, a basketball game or the time you went out roller skating or whatever it may be. Um, and it's a pleasant memory, so that song strikes up a pleasant memory. That does not mean that, you know, Always Something There to Remind Me by Naked Eyes is a great song by any means. You know, it doesn't mean Tainted Love is a great song by any means. It just means that you have great memories attached to it. And again, I will tell you, the 80s were pretty... I mean, pretty awful for music. You know, hip hop was first, you know, rap was first starting to come in the back end of the 80s, you know, but not enough to pull out the rest of that. The 90s way better because of the growth of hip hop. And, you know, then grunge came in and some bands, Nirvana, jumped up in there and, and, dug us out but U2 is the sentinel band of the 80s and man I still don't get it I never got it it's just you know it's just a eh, I don't even know the lyrics you know meh the music meh 
I'm not a fan. I, I, I'm a fan of Bono, the human being. He does a lot of great charitable work, and I'm all for it. And I'm glad that some good is coming out of um, all of those records and that they sold and all of that. That's fine. But U2 is probably my number one overrated band of all time. Um, number two is I know, and I know, before you guys start blowing up my page or even calling me, I understand that there are people that love this band. And I also understand that I do not enjoy this genre of music. However, before I did this podcast, I sat on my phone and I played with my spatial audio in my headphones six songs from this band to see in their in the you know their top six downloaded songs of all time just to see maybe i am i was in a mood or i just missing something let me listen again and i was closed my eyes and i listened and i gotta tell you there was nothing there for me and i went and i looked up and i read some articles because this one i know is a controversial take and i know people are going to come at me about this one um there are some articles that will tell you that they are the uh, the sentinel thrash rock band of all time. Um, but I don't get it. I'm still going to tell you I don't get it. Um, so I present to you, ladies and gentlemen, my number two most overrated band of all time, a Metallica. Yes. Enter the Sandman to this list because the best thing about Metallica was Mariana Rivera. Um, I don't get it. I don't think there's no vocals that jump out at me. The lyrics are kind of meh. Everything kind of sounds the meh same. And it's, yeah, it's, yeah, there's two kinds of songs from Metallica. They got the little ballady, quiet kind of thing they do. And then the, the, the normal Metallica thrash rock song. I don't get it. I'm sorry. You can write me to Scotty Knows on Facebook and you can tell me all about it. If you want to actually, and this is what I'm going to challenge you this because I didn't, I, I only, like I said, I only listened to the most downloaded songs. If there is a Metallica song that you think I need to listen to that'll change my mind about them. Send it to me on Scotty Knows uh, podcast page. I'm going to put up uh, on this podcast. I'm also going to put up a, a comment section for people to jump up in here and talk about it. Um, so, yeah, I, the, I challenge all the Metallica lovers out there. And I know there's a lot of you. You list me a Metallica song that I probably haven't listened to. And tell me, if I listen to this song, I will change my mind and Metallica will get off my list. I will accept that. And I absolutely promise you that I will listen because I want to understand. But I don't currently understand why, why people love Metallica. Um, I never got it. Um, and the reason why I mentioned earlier, I said that there's always a song um, 
and I know system of a down is not necessarily the same kind of rock as Metallica, but, and I don't like system of a down, but I will tell you that song chop suey touches me somehow. And I love that song. It is reaches in and grabs me just like, um, the song toxic from Britney Spears reaches in and grabs me. I can't help it. That song, the beat of that song gets me and the chop suey gets me to wake up. Why'd you leave the kids up on the table? Like that song grabs me and I don't know why, but it does. It's a good song. It's, um, but I've yet to find a Metallica song that, that does that. And so that is why I can't wrap my head around it. Um, now there's been bands that like, I will tell you that I've flipped on. I've changed my mind on ELO for the longest time, man. I used to hate ELO. I'm not a big fan of the falsetto singing thing. And, um, man, for the longest time I was a hater of ELO. I have come around on ELO and I apologize to ELO because I've listened to more, um, more and more of their music thanks to Guardians of the Galaxy, right? I, the Mr. Blue Sky, um, which is, if you need a song to get you going in the morning when you go to work, that's the song. I, I, I pop that on every morning at 7 o'clock when I, the first thing I do when I pop in and start in the morning, play Mr. Blue Sky, let's go. I'm ready now. Um, but I also went back and listened to more of their stuff, and I've come around. And I no longer feel ELO belongs on this list. Um, so I'm happy about that. I was happy to flip on that. On the flip side, I'm going to give you a couple of bands that I think are underrated. Um, because we have, you know, eight to ten minutes here left. And and I'm going to throw this out there. And I'll probably do a whole other episode on that. And I'm also... Um, this week we're going to get out, we're going to do the Rolling Stone magazine, um, came out with a list of the 200 best singers of all time. Um, and that had some very controversial stuff on there. Well, not controversial, but controversial takes, I guess, some hot takes on there. Um, they preface their list by saying that, uh, it's not the best voice, it's the best package as far as storytelling and all of this stuff. Um, so we're going to do that. But I will tell you that I have one more I almost forgot because I try to never think about this. Person. One more, the most overrated um, of all time, Patty Smith. And I, I don't understand that. I, I, I guess it's they believe she's some sort of um, female lead singer carrying the torch thing, but she's, oh my God. I, she's got two songs because the night be, belongs to lovers, which was written by Bruce Springsteen. So she's not even telling her story. She's just singing a song and Gloria, which is also not her song. So if your two best songs are covers, you should not be on the top, whatever list of any 
let alone Rolling Stone, who loves that woman. Every single list, 500 best singers of all time, five, 200 best bands of all time. Every list, best rock singer, Patti Smith is there. And I don't understand it. I, I will tell you that Pet Benatar sings laps around Patti Smith. Patti Smith can't carry Pet Benatar's thong. And I don't know why. And I listened and I can't even make it do a song. It's just, it's just terrible. I can't. Patti Smith. And I don't, that's an old head thing. I'm sure that nobody under the age of 50 knows who Patti Smith is, unless you're a historian or, or, you know, of a feminist. Um, but I will tell you, I can hang my hat on a lot more women that can actually sing and are much more entertaining than Patti Smith. Um, so Patti Smith, you're on the list. <laughs> um, so a couple of bands I think are underrated just to end on a positive note, right? We want to end on positive thinking. Um, is Number one's the cars, right? And I know I just trashed the 80s, um, but one of the bands that was actually still making, playing music was the cars. Um, it was a lot of synthesizer, um, but the cars have five, six, seven songs that are, that are bangers right off the top of your head. Um, let's go. Um, shake it up. Best friend's girlfriend. I mean, they got a bunch of good songs. I think the cars get left out of a lot of conversations when talking about definitely at the decade of the eighties, the cars are way up there um, and left out when we have those conversations. Um, so I'm here tooting the horn. Also, I'm going to also toot the horn for Pat Benatar. Um, I think Pat Benatar, personally, I believe Pat Benatar is right there, if not the best in the top three rock and roll female singers of all time. Um, and I know Grace Slick is going to be up there. And I will tell you, Pat Benatar will go toe-to-toe with Grace Slick. Um and then Joan Jett gets up there, and I love Joan Jett, too. Joan Jett can't sing like Pat Benatar, but her songs are banging. Now, Pat Benet- uh, Joan Jett is a superstar and also puts Patti Smith to shame. Um, I think Patti Smith puts Patti Smith to shame. Um, uh, but, yeah, I think when you're talking about female rock and roll lead singers, Pat Benatar did it for years. She did great songs power ballads, rock, just flat-out rock songs. She killed it. That band killed it. Um, And I'm here to say that it's actually shameful that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame took up until, I believe, last year to put her into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when they're putting in such garbage um, acts going into the Hall of Fame. And it's Pat Benatar, who uh, is one of the greatest as I said, top three. You can't – I challenge you to find a better rock lead singer female uh, than Pat Benatar. All right, we're going to wrap this up. 
but I'm actually hoping that we can keep these conversations going. And if you want to come onto the show, I am waiting for somebody to say they want to be a guest. I've only had one person, one time, that stepped up and said, yes, I will be on the show. And it was one of the most popular episodes we did. Um, and that's a shout out to Rachel Miller because Rachel kicks ass and um, she came on the show and we spit it out for about an hour and 20 minutes. The episode was the longest episode I did because we were just setting them up and knocking them down. Um, if you want to be on the show and you want, you've got some hot takes you want to throw out there and we go back and forth, it can be sports, it can be music, it can be anything. I'll let you choose the topic. Just give me a heads up so I can do a little bit of preparation and then we'll go out and we'll knock it out here. Um, I want to do some things. I want people to be involved. I'm going to start, like I said, I'm going to put a comment section up on this. I'll put some polls up. Um, I'm going to be more consistent. As you see, we're doing good here. We've hit back-to-back weeks. And like I said, I'm going to put another one in the can here maybe tomorrow. Um, so we'll be set up for, for next week's uh, topics. Um, so far, the baseball season has kicked off. I gave you a preview last week. I told you about the Pirates. The Pirates are killing it right now. Tip of the hat to my Pirates for making me uh, making me right. Um, I know it's very early, but we're going to stick with that. I'm going to brag about that. We also have the NFL draft coming up in a couple of weeks. I normally do an episode about that. Um, if you want to talk football, we can definitely shoot out a – NFL draft preview. If you want to come on here, we can discuss teams' needs and who we think. We can mock it up. Just let me know. I appreciate you guys hanging out. Um, as always, it's all love. Y'all be straight. Y'all be cool. Y'all be safe out there. Peace out. See you next week.